Hello, movie friends. Welcome to There Will Be Movie Reviews. I am your host, Ryan Holmes. And today with me, I have, uh, once again, Noah Shigeras. Noah was on the show um, maybe a few episodes ago, and we discussed Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Today, we're going to be discussing a similar um, series and film uh, relating to the MCU. But Noah, why don't you introduce yourself? Say hi to everyone again. Yeah, hey, it's great to be back here. Super fun last time, and I'm excited to just talk about, like, awesome stuff again. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's going to be great. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Noah? You remember this time? Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, it, it's great. I, I'm very excited for to be discussing this today. Um, you know, it, it's MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe did it different turn on these uh series in 2021 they started at with the uh, wandavision and now they're doing falcon and the winter soldier and i don't know are you excited for the loki series oh my gosh i am i'm so excited for loki yeah it's... and then hawkeye too that that's gonna hawkeye. be great well after loki i think it's what if oh yeah summer yeah oh yeah totally and then and then there's a few more marvel movies that are gonna be coming out um so much so yeah so much is coming out in 2021 and even in 2022 they just more in 2022 yeah and i was i was talking about that in the my last episode and if anyone who's listening or reoccurring uh listener you you know that i'm a big fan of marvel and so it's a big topic of discussion especially with the news and um everything that's been coming out lately because there's been a lot of marvel news and uh superhero news altogether that's been released lately but uh i won't i won't go, uh ramble on for too long but before we begin the discussion of falcon and the winter soldier i will begin with the movie news venom let there be carnage trailer has been released today Noah, what are you? Oh thoughts? man, I've been really excited for this trailer because when we saw it back in 2018, it was like a crazy thing, and we loved it. Like the yeah. critics might have not have loved it, but I thought it was so awesome. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was a box office success too. You know, it got made like 800 oh, yeah. million dollars, um, and also it, it wasn't. It was very different from what we've seen before, and I like that uh, take on Venom. It's like in uh, Spider-Man 3, they kind of, I feel like they butchered it, but they did a great job and they knew what to do for Venom. And I'm, I'm really excited. It, yeah, you're going to say something else. Oh, yeah. Well, like how you mentioned in the, the Rami-verse with Venom. Rami. It's, yeah, Rami, Rami. It's, uh, it's interesting because in the trailer, in, in like the Morbius trailer, like there's hints of it being in the Rami-verse. But... Yeah. Like Venom's already been. Like, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Maybe it'll who be knows? with Tom Holland. Maybe it'll be the Spider Verse. Like yeah, maybe knows? it'll all just come together one day. Yeah, so. I know. I'm excited though. It's gonna be great. Sadly, it is coming out in September. Like that. I feel like that's too long. September. I feel like it needs to come sooner. Uh, I'm feeling it. But I think you know what's next is. I think they're gonna be releasing the um, Eternals trailer. And then they'll do Spider-Man No Way Home. That'll be soon. Yeah, be soon, all yeah. coming up. Yeah. Um, but on a different note, we're we'll talking about uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press. So Tom Cruise has returned his three Golden Globes that he has won in a protest against the Hollywood Foreign Press. And uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press has been uh, in the spotlight 
recently um, and taken a lot of heat because they have have no black members uh, of their group. And there's a lot of, um, you know, even Scarlett Johansson was talking about how she faces like um, sexist remarks and uh, while promoting her films and, uh, you know, her own experiences with the organization has just been terrible. And so now NBC won't be airing the 2022 Golden Globes um, because of this. And, and now there's a big protest against the Hollywood Foreign Press. So it's, it's crazy right now. So who, who knows what's going to be happening uh, later in the years. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Tom Cruise returned his three Golden Globes. That's that I is mean, weird. I know, yeah. Well, Tom Cruise is kind of a weird dude, you know. <laughs> His Scientology and all that yeah. sort of stuff, and yeah, he, he's he's a crazy dude. But like, also, you know, it's a it's a way to protest. You know, do what you got to yeah, do. Sure. Um. Yeah. On uh, a different note, though, Dave Batista, Batista has joined the Knives Out two cast, and that yes. would be great. You know, Batista, I have I have yeah. not seen Knives Out the first. You one. haven't? Oh. I haven't. You know what? Per- people love it. It got it's like a ninety-seven on Rotten Tomatoes. It's huge. Everyone was a huge fan of it. Personally, me, not a big fan. I saw it on the airplane coming home from Mexico. And yeah. It's not my thing. Right? I I just have a prejudice against it because Ryan Johnson oh, did yeah. it and he did the Last <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, totally. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, another discussion about speaking of bad, unlikable directors. Joss Whedon. I know you might like Joss, Joss Whedon, Whedon because of Avengers, Avengers, and Avengers: Age of Ultron, but people do not like him as much because of Justice League, his 2017 Justice League that he butchered from Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. <laughs> but recently, in the news, Gal Gadot has confirmed that Joss Whedon friend her career on the set of Justice League. And I've even heard Ben Shapiro talk about how he hates, yeah, how he hates <laughs> Joss Whedon. He cannot stand him. He can, he thinks he he destroyed uh, the Justice League and he he butchered it, as I said before. And you know, obviously, you I assume you like Zack Snyder's better than. Oh yeah, it was much great. Better. But I don't hate Joss Whedon. Like yeah. he before he did Avengers, he was a like a huge comic book writer with Marvel, and I think he even did some DC stuff. And I read one of his comic books, and it was really good. And I quite like the Avengers and Avengers: Age of Ultron. That is true. So. That is true. It's it, people. Yeah, the criticism that people feel about you know Avengers and Avengers: Age of Ultron is because originally Joss Whedon is a he he's a TV director he 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 created a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer with uh, the actress from uh, Scooby Doo plays uh, Daphne she she's the star of that show and you know that's where people kind of relate the two you know the way the film is shot the way the films are directed Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron are similar to TV I personally don't notice it but a lot of people do and a lot of people take criticism on those two films and then uh, also people just hate Justice League because apparently he's also not the greatest guy and that's why he didn't direct Avengers Infinity War or Avengers Endgame because they kind of clashed on set apparently huh well (laughs) yeah I mean I I think I don't know all the details but I think it was a lot of the Justice League was Warner Bros. Like, yeah. like firing Zack Snyder and like, no, they just, didn't fire. They didn't, or what happened? I don't even know what happened. Okay, so his his wife or his daughter, um, daughter. 
she passed away. She committed suicide. And so oh. he had to go offset. Yeah. Yeah. And so he had to, he was dealing with that. And it was all while they're filming. And so what happened was Joss Whedon came in and filled in for him. And he kind of just took over, rewrote the script because he didn't like it. And then, um, now came just uh, just a uh, twenty seven, okay. and you notice the difference. There's well, a crazy yeah. amount of difference. Oh yeah, because um, what I I assumed it was going to be you know a few more shots, maybe like you know the director's cut that you see in like different movies. Um, you know maybe just like the lighting is different, and you know the um. No, he completely uh, changed. Uh, everything. Yeah, he completely changed it. Yeah, totally. But, well, that's not cool. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But before, yeah, let's begin on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's, right. let's start talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So to start off, this series was created by Marcus Spellman. It is directed by Carrie Skoglin. It stars Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Daniel Brühl, Emily Van Camp, Wyatt Russell, um, Aaron Kellyman, and Clay Bennett. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier follows the events of Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson uh, slash Falcon and Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier team up in the global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. So let's begin. Let's start off by talking about the key characters in um, this series. We can start by talking about um, Anthony Mackie's character, Falcon. How, Falcon. Do you, how do you like him? How do you like Falcon? He is so cool. Like <laughs> he's really cool. Like, cause I just I just recently rewatched Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and he was just so cool in that. He didn't come in, like he had such a good introduction. He you didn't feel like, oh, here's this new crappy side character, Captain yeah. America's sidekick. Like, no, this is this is this own character, and yeah, he's gonna grow and become something really cool. Yeah, totally. And I just he, he is really cool. Yeah, my yeah. So what I like about um, Falcon or Sam Wilson is they really brought a personal element into this uh, series. The first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier deals with him uh, at his home in Louisiana with his sister and his nephews, and you get a sense of relatability to that character. Um, you know, he also deals with you know money struggles and a personal like. Um, you know, they have the boat that they have to take care of a part of the family. Um, that just, you know, you understand his character a lot more because of that. And I, I like that about, uh, you know, uh, about Sam Wilson, because at that point, when serious things happen in the later episodes, you start, you begin to, um, you know, feel for him more. And again, it's more relatable. Whereas before in the previous films, he's kind of he's not as important in the films uh you know captain america civil war he's he's important in that he's like uh you know he's captain america's right uh hand man and then he's also, an avenger in that movie yeah yeah totally but in like say avengers infinity war and endgame he's not as important until the very end of endgame when he passes the shield and another right. thing is there's the whole idea of him not taking up the shield the shield is um you know and obviously people look at this as the shield as a symbol and by um sam wilson not take uh you know taking the shield and just leaving it in the smithsonian uh it takes you know a lot of courage to do that because it's such a important uh you know 
symbol for people, including uh, Bucky. Bucky is uh, somebody that you know looks at Steve and remembers Steve by that symbol of the 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 shield, and I think that's important. And if you want, yeah, now we can talk about uh, Sebastian Stan's character, Bucky Barnes, or the Winter Soldier. But you know, also I think he's my favorite character out of this series. The thing is, I think they did not have him in nearly as much. The main focus I felt was on Anthony Mackie or Sam mm -hmm. Wilson. I it felt was. It, it, there was not a lot about uh, Bucky in this film, and I was, or in this uh, series, which I was kind of annoyed with. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think there could have been more, um, maybe more Winter Soldier flashbacks, like that one flashback where he was the Winter Soldier killing yeah. all those people. That was so cool. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes. Yeah. I, I feel like we could have had more of that, maybe, or maybe bit more on his character but i like we got we got a bit like yeah i noticed like, at the the beginning of the or the first few episodes a couple of episodes you, you see him uh trying to um avenge people um yeah avenge people that he uh hurt in in his past and he's trying to um he's trying to you know he's he needs to make amends with these people and he's He's trying to do that, and then also he has a struggle. He can't sleep at night. He, you know, there's a a mention from or a kind of a throwback Easter egg that they mentioned uh, in the Winter Soldier. Sam Wilson talks to um, Captain America at the very beginning, and he says, "You know, you can't sleep on your bed. It it's, feels like you're sinking into a marshmallow." You notice Bucky is not sleeping on the bed because. He, he's dealt with, you know, being in wars his entire life. And he's, and when he's waking up from his nightmare, he, he's sleeping on the ground because, you know, that's what he, he deals with, you know, being um, in war his entire life. And, you know, from, yeah, he's in just one more to the, to the next. And you, you see that, you know, pain that he, he brings on his entire life and that he suffers with because he, he doesn't really have a life. I, that's the thing about Bucky is he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a personal life. He can't relate to anybody. Whereas Sam is, you know, has has family. Bucky has nobody, and I think they should have focused Bucky, on that. Bucky, he bit. had Steve, but yeah. then Steve just kind of ditched him. And, and I think Peggy. I think that's the whole, you know, um, you know, clash between Falcon and the the Winter Soldier, and the the clash between Sam Wilson and Bucky is because. They have that I, you know, Sam's so much different from Bucky. You know, he, they're, Bucky's a, lo a lot more closed uh, and introverted, whereas Sam, he has, he has a lot of family and a lot of friends and a lot of people he can relate to. Whereas a lot of people hate Bucky. You know, they don't look at him as an Avenger. They also look at him as an outlaw and somebody that uh, caused a lot of people pain. And, and they still don't know if he's a good guy still. That's the other thing. But, yeah, th those are the two main characters and two focused characters in this series. And I think it, it they did a great job at that. They did a great job at focusing on those two. I obviously would like to see a bit more Sebastian Stan, his Bucky, and a bit more fighting, I think, because there's a lot of scenes where there's it's a, just, Yeah, just... not as much action as I thought there was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, what, what do you think about, like, the... yeah. I mean, like, the action that we did have was all really good. 
It was, like I quite liked it a lot. The choreography with mm-hmm. the fights. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool, but not yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, another key character is uh, Zemo. Zemo, I loved in this. Mm-hmm. He, he was very similar to Loki to me. Uh, he gave off that same vibe because he's a bad guy at the same time, but also he helps out the heroes. He He's helping them out while still being uh, mischievous like Loki. Very similar. They are very similar because he has his moments, and there's that scene that everybody was freaking out about was uh, him dancing in the. <laughs> it's just pretty funny. He's got some moves though. He's got some moves. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and like release yeah. the Zemo cut. Yeah, so totally. funny. Oh yeah, totally. There, he he was a great character. You know, a helpful hand, but at the same time, still being not trustworthy. You know, you don't know what he's going to do next, and at the end, he eventually. Um, you know, he, he, he set the plans for the, the truck with all the, um, flag smashes to blow up. Um, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That was his, uh, his butler. His butler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another character, which I was so expected the flag smasher or, um, right. or Sharon Carter or enough the flag smasher um the power power broker, broker. yeah mm-hmm. Sharon Carter. did you that, did you that, did you know from like from early on did you yes, think it was sharon are you kidding me i yeah. knew it right away it was it's so obvious it was so obvious that it was her and also that was this is my flaw with this show is the villain Car- carly carly morgenthau morgenthau is the shittiest villain <laughs> In any MCU film, it is the worst villain. I know you're trying to get the whole, you know, um, female power, you know, all that, you know, young power. It's, it's, she's a boring villain. There's nothing interesting about her. She's British. So what? She's ginger. So what? Who, who gives a shit? I did not enjoy her at all in this, you know, I, every scene with her, I just, I just got so bored, but you can, you can take yeah, I I would have liked it if they focused more on John Walker being the villain. Yeah. Like I like Car I like Carly as a like a side character, kind of like a side threat. Yeah. Like, oh, this girl, she's she's bad, but we gotta deal with this crazy guy who's Captain America. Mm-hmm. And yeah, her also her motives are very similar to I think Thanos in the way that she wants to you know kill everybody but like try and bring balance you know avenge people and that that whole idea you know there's she's dealing with um you know her own loss and her own trauma of how she isn't the same way she was before after the blip and and it's interesting to see you know people dealing with um the after the blip or after the snap i guess you could say and um you know how society would work because sometimes it could be good you know having everybody back but it also can be bad because there's five years that have passed and that's an because it's cool to see that i really thought that was oh, yeah. like they touched something. on it they touched on it a little bit in spider-man far from home which yeah. is set after this mm-hmm. show but like was it um marissa tomei's character Mar- marissa marissa tomei yeah. yeah yeah her she was like oh this old lady was living in my apartment when i got back <laughs> and like i don't know if i got blipped or my whole family got blipped and some people were living in my house like that would be a problem 
It would be a problem, yeah. And that's... I want like this is my house. Get out of here. I know, but it's exactly. also their house. That is true. Yeah, it's and it's after five years, so you, you don't know what to do. It, it, yeah, you can see the the effects, the good and bad effects of the blip and and what it did to people, and that's the whole idea of Carly Margenthau's character. But she just didn't hit it. Like she just didn't hit the mark of a villain. You know, she she's just boring. She her acting wasn't the greatest. Aaron Kellyman. Um, I didn't. I did not enjoy it that much. And seeing her, uh, like try and, you know, seeing her, yeah, seeing her try and like speak to Sam and uh, speak her her views and her points was just. It wasn't entertaining. It wasn't interesting for me. It wasn't. She wasn't a good villain, and it was pretty disappointing to see. Her. But let's talk about the upside villain anti-hero whatever you want to call it wyatt russell john, john walker. walker man i freaking love john walker <laughs> so cool that is okay everybody hated him at the beginning oh yeah everybody like... was despising him and that's just good acting that's just him uh or wyatt russell being a great actor and he did mm. such a good job at playing uh you know not your captain america not my captain america you know and he did such a great job with that. And I, I yeah. really such, enjoyed it. Such an awesome character. Like, coming in. And, like, a lot of... Sometimes, I would feel bad for him, almost. Or there was that scene early on where he was, like, in his old high school locker room. And he was, like, getting ready to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel that, like, you know, maybe he should... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, he sympathy for him. He's not. He's not a bad guy. He's not. Well, yeah, he's just he's just a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he he had his Lamar Hoskins. Like he just saw him die. He he, mm-hmm. he saw him get killed by one of the flag smashers. So you know, he also had he has that feeling of revenge and vengeance. Oh yeah, uh, that to, scene. That scene where he killed the per- where he killed the guy like was obviously bad, but he was so full of anger and he just took the super soldier serum. Yeah. And what Doctor Erskine, yeah. what what he said, Doctor Erskine, in the first Avenger was that bad becomes or good becomes better and bad becomes worse or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And obviously, like you're not worthy to pick up Mjolnir like Steve Rogers, like John Walker isn't. Mm-hmm. So some of that badness really came out. You can you can already tell he's a flawed character and how he 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 does have a lot of he has a bit of anger in him. You know when he sees when um, he gets almost in like a little bit of an argument, not argument, but like he he kind of just like shows who he is and shows his true colors by what he says to um, um, Sam and Bucky. He says you know stay the hell out of my way you know you you, you notice there you're just like okay well he he's got a little bit behind him and <laughs> what he's got a little bit of anger there and so when he killed um one of the flag smashers i was like you know marvel has never done anything like this before well, that was like mo- the most gory scene yeah it, it, but it was really I really liked it. Like I thought it was great for his character. You know, show how flawed 
this person can be and how, you know, you, you need, you also, it, it proved better that you need Sam Wilson to be Captain America. And, you know, it made you like him even that much more. And it, it, it proved that, you know, Sam needs to be Captain America instead of uh, John Walker, who does not deserve a shield. He doesn't deserve it. It's not a shield. But, yeah, I think that's I think that's the characters for most the most part. And there's like all the little side characters like Lamar, Battlestar, yeah, and the French Lady guy. Hydra. There, yeah, yeah, Lady Lady Hydra. That was another character. Oh, yeah, French guy. S- um, the guy who was in Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's French and. He's in. He fights Steve Rogers on the boat in the opening of. Winter oh Soldier. yeah, I know who you're talking. About. Yeah, um, he was in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Kind of interesting. Yeah. And then there's Reyes, um, or Joaquin Reyes. Yeah, was his name. Yeah, who's gonna be the new Falcon? Maybe that'd be great. That'd be from sick, the comics. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. Are you excited mm-hmm. for? Um, apparently they're gonna have a Captain America four. Though. Yeah, that like it'd pretty much just be a sequel to this, but in a movie. Yeah, I think I that'd think. be. I think that'd be good. And I, uh, Sharon would definitely be the villain as the power broker because in the mm-hmm. post-credit scene of the show, she's like, "All right, like now she's a CIA agent." Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it could be really cool. I think it could too. Yeah, uh, I am excited for it. Uh, I. Yeah, there's obviously things I think this show needs to work on, though. But, yeah, another thing, though, we can discuss the plot, though. Um, you know, dealing with the power broker and then also the – there's also an underlining uh, t- tale of, uh, you know, racial inequalities and, um, you know, after the Black Lives Matter movement. Right, and, Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley him. was a character that – um, he, he said how there will never be a black Captain America. Yeah, yeah, there there is, and dealing with you know how people are, you know, you even see Sam Wilson facing this uh, having having trouble and this prejudice against you know and racism against him, you know, when he's talking to um, Bucky in the, in the middle of the street, and the cop pulls up and just is asking him uh, about. Um, you know, mm-hmm. is this man bothering you? And, you know, he tells him it's the Falcon, you know? And so he's, and then he realizes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But still, you know, the the show does a great job at telling that tale because it, recently, you know, the world has been facing a oh, lot yeah. of uh, dealing with that and the Black Lives Matter movement and George Floyd. And it's been, it, it the series does a great job of being able to touch on that. I was watching this TikToker, um, Straw Hat Goofy, and he, he does a really good job at uh, discussing those prejudice um, and how John Walker almost represents the racism that um, society faces from uh, how society faces from uh, towards Black people and how uh, there's almost underlining microaggressions uh that he shows towards him and just little things that the, the show did that was really, really good and really, really strong. Um, yeah, and I, I enjoyed that. And then also, it, it, yeah, it's good to see. And then also um, the plot with uh, Carly Morgan, uh, what's her name? Carly Morgan. Morgan Thau. Morgan Thau. Yep. Nice <laughs> but 
that's a character that I just yeah that and that, that plot too is almost it it's it gets confusing at times for me. That was the thing for me. Uh, her plot and the dealing with the power broker and what was the company called or the or the association the the uh, wait what which which what association the it was like the the one at the end of the episode where she um goes into or she terrorizes um uh, at the the fifth episode i'm trying to think and then they they go is into it, it is it like break. oh the um like the global yeah something agency yeah yeah, that or, whole thing, restoring agency or whatever it's called, yeah. global res- res- restoration. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. Well, well, the thing with Carly is that I can almost feel sympathetic for her because she thinks she is so right, and that like she's very yeah. stubborn that way. Yeah, she thinks she's so right, and everything was better when half the world was gone. Like I think that's that's like the main. Like the idea, the ideology mm-hmm. of the flag smashes is that things were better during the blip, yeah, or yeah. the snap. And now she just there's nothing that's gonna stop her from trying to like make it how things were again, or one world, one people. Yeah. And then the bath, and then she takes the super soldier serum, and then she starts getting really aggressive. Yeah. And. Like it's, I almost feel bad for her, but then again, like, whatever she, she's kind yeah. of lame. Yeah, she is. So. She is. How? Yeah. How would you like to see though? Um, a, a U.S. agent, um, a U.S. agent series or a U.S. A agent U.S. Film. agent series? Yeah. Well, did you watch that? Okay. Now that John Walker is a super soldier, so he has super strength. Yeah. And he has the black comic accurate suit. Yeah. So awesome. I think it would be really cool, but I don't think they're going to do that. Because you, yeah. th- you know the Thunderbolts from the comics? Yeah. I think they might do a little thing with them. Uh, like a, a team with uh, US agent, like Zemo. Um, like... What's her face? Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Uh, like all of these, almost like a Suicide Squad, but. Oh yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's that's like there's a whole comic about these about this team. Yeah. Which I think they could do. I think but so I th- too. But yeah. John Walker's story isn't done. Like they're gonna I, I touch th- on it. Oh, totally. Yeah, one hundred percent. They'll probably deal with it in uh, the next in the next Captain America film that they do, Captain mm-hmm. America 4, that's basically confirmed. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think um, yeah. Maybe even a little cameo in Far From Home. That'd be so. pretty cool. Or not Far From Home. What's it? Out Nowhere. No Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think, I think what I'm most excited for is, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see. Yeah, there's obviously going to be a new Avengers film that's going to happen too. And what I, what I, with uh, these characters and you know, Sam Wilson as Captain America. Hopefully, the new Avengers, what they like to call it. But mm-hmm. um, I was going to say, I think the, if they did a John Walker series, I think it would be um, very similar to like the Punisher, and whereas John mm-hmm. Walker is a violent. Uh, he's violent and you know not as she says lady hydra says um uh she says 
not Captain America, but a U.S. agent. And obviously that yep. explaining she's not or he's not going to be the Stars and Stripes. He's going to be kind of secretive and unknown and uh, just in the shadows and more, but still, I think more violent and representation of maybe the real America and not the America that we want. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of questions for you, though. Do you think, yeah. do you think it is better than WandaVision? They are so different. It's hard that to is say. Very true. But I think with WandaVision, after every single episode, I was freaking out, dying to see what the next episode was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ha- I didn't get that every time with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I I don't yeah. know. It's 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 too hard to compare them for me. Yeah. How different they are. I mean, I think I think I enjoyed One Division more. Ah, uh, it's it's hard. It, I, I think, think I, but I think, oh, it it's a tough it's a tough question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I put that on I, even myself. I mean, I, yeah, I I loved One Division. I think I think I I do think I liked it more. Yeah. Or it could have been maybe because I was like a away at boarding school and we'd get that once a week. Yeah. Or well, I don't know. It was just pure excitement and thinking yeah and yeah wandavision was so good that's the thing that there's a couple of things about these series as series though because whereas with films you would have to wait a year until you get to see the next thing the next what's going to happen next whereas for the, these series you get to watch say 40 uh, like half an hour in between half an hour and 50 minutes of you know, you next week you're gonna know. You'd be like, "Oh my god, I get to see what's gonna happen next week." Instead of having to wait a year to see another film mm-hmm. or seeing, but you just have to watch it. Wait till the next. Well, episode. I mean, like that's that's the difference between TV shows and movies. But the thing with these TV shows is their movie quality, and yeah. like I almost see them. I almost like to think of them yeah. as as a movie itself, like just a movie chopped down in different parts mm-hmm. yeah totally i know because like right. after after wandavision like ooh, doctor strange multiverse of madness we're gonna pick up from where that left off mm-hmm. and yeah. now with winter soldier we're gonna see or not or yeah falcon and the winter soldier or captain america, captain america and the winter soldier. Soldier, yeah. yeah yeah we'll see where that goes all right do you think steve rogers or captain america is dead uh i think i think what happened was after steve gave sam the shield he just dipped right back to his own timeline what do you mean like because he didn't didn't come back to the future he stayed in with peggy and then he just lived on and now it is his self from when he went back and saw peggy all the way till say now 2021 so he's old he's joe biden wait so are you saying that um that like the old captain america has been living in the same universe as like the mcu that we've seen yeah the same timeline because what i've or i've heard that but the the theory that i like more 
and that I like kind of makes more sense to me is that he when he went back in time he created a new branch timeline with Peggy Carter and then mm. he came back to the timeline that we're on to give Sam the shield that's what I I like I'm oh, under the impression of I see because what it's, I what I always suspected was that I didn't think he went back in a different timeline because it's almost like there's different they're different like it's like a paradox or it's like or it's like a different uh universe or a parallel universe that he's in now because you know different you know branches of time or different loops but what i like to think yeah because what i think is that he went when he went back to live with peggy in say when was it the 1940s he just lived on from there and since he's you know has a super soldier serum and okay he he will just he's been able to live on until then in the in the universe that we've been watching yeah exactly the timeline and he's lived that i, I guess that's i don't just know. like the thing on how like how because remember in endgame like it's so weird this timeline stuff yeah time traveling who knows everyone thinks he's on the moon or, or <laughs> uh, well i mean i i think he is dead i think or he's they said not he's gone anymore. yeah he's i don't gone. know they have they haven't said steve rogers is dead they haven't said Captain no. America, the first Avenger is dead. You know, that's the thing. But all right, last question. Who is your favorite character in the show? Probably probably John Walker. Good choice, man. John Walker, the same for me. John Walker mm -hmm. is such a he's such a badass too. He's also he's he, you know, he's a true representation of what we are. We're, we are violent people. We are flawed, very, very flawed. Whereas Captain America is unrealistic, or, or say Captain America as Steve Rogers, Captain America. He's this perfect, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed. Obviously, so is John Walker. But like, they're like they're so different. And I think Steve I think Rogers the represents the main yeah. distinction, or like one of the biggest ones, is that. Captain America can lift up Thor's hammer. Like, he has that power. Yeah. And John Walker or even Sam Wilson don't. And, yeah. like, that's that's the difference between... Nobody Steve could Rogers ever be and, Steve Rogers, you know? No. Steve Rogers has... He's got that courage, whereas... Who knows if uh, John Walker has that courage, but we know he is a character that... You know, he... he he does he tries to be the best person he can but you know we're all we're all flawed and that's what makes him so intriguing for the audiences but yeah that's what i think about him anything else to say uh i have a thing to say about sam wilson as captain america yeah i once i think something i've been thinking a lot about is like sam wilson is just a guy there's nothing special about him other than like okay yeah he's got these he can fly and he can yeah. grow Captain America's shield really well but he how is he going to face off against a, a super soldier but I mean I guess he did bite John Walker or did he? He's got the oh, wing, wings yeah, he's yeah, got the no, wings and he's a very skilled fighter this is a good discussion because that's the thing I, I, people against fighting he can easily represent captain america i feel he has the ability to 
reign the shield and take control of the shield. But mm-hmm. can he, you know, he, you know, you can walk the walk or you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? That's right. So remember in Winter Soldier, um, Steve gets shot like right in the abdomen and he's still able to like walk and this Don't winter soldier stuff. he literally jumps off of the top of a building and lands yeah and through shattering glass if, on like the shield like that suit's probably like, since away. that since that since his new captain america suits like wakandan vibranium i'm gonna assume that it's bulletproof but like if sam gets shot any like anywhere on He's his body done. yeah yeah that's the thing who knows you know that that's the, i think the flawed thing about him e- even as because i wasn't really a fan of the falcon he was never a, a character i liked uh he was kind yeah, of he's he's just he's a he's, he's a guy he's, with yeah wings. yeah exactly anybody kind of like him, he's I could be hawkeye him. with a bow and arrow or yeah like even, he's just really skilled at a certain thing but like it's i think even hawkeye is a better hero than him because hawkeye has an actual skill that like none of the other avengers probably have like Mm -hmm. the same amount of skill as whereas anybody in the avengers could use the wings put on wings put on wings and fly like imagine like machine too like you put the wings on black widow she's a better fighter than yeah sam even hawkeye you could put the wings on and i'm sure he'd be able to learn how to fly with them properly and you know bucky could do it too (laughs) You know, maybe maybe it should just be the. I mean, that's the soldier. thing. So when I when I finished watching Avengers Endgame and Steve gave the the shield to Sam, my original my thought was, oh, I think Bucky should have had it, or yeah. Bucky should get it. But like, he's Bucky's his own character, and but I don't know. It's it's a weird discussion. Yeah. To think about. Yeah, I know. You should yeah, have yeah. it, and then if there's that whole discussion, like. Are you even a hero if you don't have powers? Like, yeah. Like Bat- Batman, he's just a dude. But he's rich. And yeah. <laughs> Iron Man, he's just really smart. Yeah, yeah, I know. Who knows? Duh. But all right. Let's talk about some yeah. fun facts, all right? Fun facts, yeah. Fun facts, all right. Wyatt Russell was revealed that he originally auditioned for the role of Captain America... Of the first Avenger, and mm. for that film as Captain America, and that was his very first audition. So, but was Chris it? Evans obviously got the role, right? And he played the next incarceration incarceration of Captain America in the show. So, mm. obviously, he, he yeah. finally be, was able to be Captain America, right? And he also played Zook in Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> he did. He did. Very, very good. Yeah, very good movie. Very good character. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah that's for another discussion we should definitely do the 20 this series yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the first uh mcu time in the mcu where baron zemo makes an appearance in full costume that's the thing i thought he was going to be in costume for much longer it was literally he put on the mask for five seconds and then took it off it was literally mm-hmm. it was for five seconds he wore but, like he mask. didn't that was like his only action scene you didn't really do much after that yeah it was i mean it definitely yeah, it was, would have been cooler kind of for the fans it was for the yeah. fans yeah yeah it's it? cost it's... yeah um okay. fan service yeah fan service yeah totally um the first mcu tv series to get a 16 plus rating in the netherlands uh which is equivalent to the 
TV mature or rated R, R ratings in the U US. Also, this is the first MCU project to get an adult rating overseas. Mm, well, they sound like a bunch of bitches in the Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> But I mean, obviously, like we said before, it was it's the most gory MCU or that scene. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else like, could top it. I don't I, remember. Well, when when Ultron, I just watched Age of Ultron. Ultron chops off Claw's arm and blood's squirting out of that. Yeah, but you can't really see that. Mm -hmm. um, they, they don't really show it as much. Or like when there's a couple characters that get their arms cut off. Tony Stark gets stabbed, and that was pretty crazy in the uh, avengers infinity war and then uh well somebody's arm falls off or in um yeah in avengers infinity war um corvus corvus glaive gets uh his arm or his hand cut off by wong uh, yeah yeah then, well, that was cool you could see like bone yeah. i remember but i mean it's you know it's it's disney it's mcu like they're gonna they're making it for everybody yeah, yeah. The, you know what another thing about this show that i didn't like was the comedy wasn't nearly as good as it is oh. in the <laughs> other mcu movies in the other anything else you know right I well think the, i mean it's not exactly supposed to be comedic. i don't know like winter soldier had its moments like yeah and oh. that's like a similar film to or similar to this i think I, obviously i know like it's not supposed to be comedic but like they're obviously supposed to have some comedic relief, but yeah, mm. it wasn't as funny. But uh, another Carly Margenthau, played by Aaron Kellyman, is the female version of the character Carl Margenthau, the Ooh. flag smasher. So a supervillain fanatic dedicated to establishing a one-world government by violently attacking the symbols of na nationalism. He first appeared in Captain America Volume 1, ish issue number 312 in the comics he led an anti-nationalist terrorist organization called the underground liberated total integrated mobile army to unite mankind the ultimate ultimate matum that's what it's called stands for. you know i've i i can't i kind of like that i had this joke when i was up at school that i was gonna become the global emperor and unite the entire world <laughs> and i would just sit around this campfire talking about how i'd make the world perfect and how i'd unite everybody and then everybody would just give me these problems and i'd give them a stupid one line fix and so i can oh, kind of yeah. relate to the flag smashers oh yeah so. <laughs> well that's funny yeah i can see you as a the global empire like darth sidious Oh, yeah. Palpatine. Yeah. Um, although Sam Wilson is from Harlem in the comics, the ser series established is that the MCU version of Sam Wilson is from Louisiana and it has family living there, including his sister Sarah Wilson and two nephews, AJ and Cass. Sam's other nephew, Jim Wilson, had already made a cameo in The Incredible Hulk as one of the Culver University students who witnessed the battle between the Hulk and General Ross's army. Gideon Wilson, Sam's brother, and Jim's father has not made an appearance in the MCU, but hopefully I'm sure we'll be in Captain America 4. Mm. Well, something funny I noticed about Sam's two nephews what? is that those little child actors were not the best actors. They're, they're I don't know, there were just like a few moments that I was like, <laughs> oh wow. That yeah, like... <laughs> some of the act I noticed that some of the acting in this show is a little bit cringe. Like It's, it's not as yeah. good as uh, it has been before. 
but yeah all right <laughs> last segment of the day right. finish it finish it off top three things and today guys we're going to be top, doing top three MCU films in honor of Captain America or Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, but yeah, so Noe, you can start off and then I'll go. You, you tell me your top three. And when you go through, just give a brief explanation on why. Explain. All right. All right. Well, my top three MCU movies are... Um, I know what the three are. I still know what order to put them in, but it's got to be Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Yeah, I just love that movie so much. And then Avengers: Infinity War, yeah. and Avengers: Endgame. And trip. like, yeah, I, I was trying to think like, is there one more? Is there another one? But I like, or is there another movie that I like more? But like, no, I yeah, those three movies, all directed by Joan Anthony Russo. Yeah, good choices. So, yeah. All right. I will do mine. So, number three, I had Avengers Endgame. Okay. This is, I, you know, it's obviously not the greatest plot, per se, uh, as people, some people argue. I don't have a problem with it, necessarily. I love the idea of a time heist. That's so genius. It's, it's played in three <laughs> acts, you know, that I think is so, so much fun. Uh, the first all being very, very dark and, um, you know, just trying to find a way in this dark, uh, dark world that you know where half of the uni- half of the universe is has been destroyed or like they don't have any dust. hope yeah, left and no hope left. Second act is the great time heist. You know, it's so much fun. It is so it, cool. it's so cool. It's genius. You know, who cares if it's you know because you know on the discussion of. Uh, we we talked about this in last episode or the episode we did before uh, Avengers Endgame or Infinity War and Endgame of how it's an iffy topic uh, doing time travel but mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and I'll tell you that in the third act it's great you know the last hour is just so <laughs> crazy it's so intense they did such a great execution for that it's just it, it's it got everybody everybody you wanted finally Avengers assemble and it's a tearjerker it's you know you're screaming the and also being able to experience that at the theater is one of the greatest moments of my life i ch- i'll cherish that every day oh, yeah. I'll, i will flex that to all my kids all <laughs> people younger than me that i got to see avengers endgame opening night and that's in yeah so i will always remember that number yeah, two man. i have people will disagree with me on this all right this is a little iffy but I mean, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is the best out of the free Iron Man. Iron Man 3 is my top five. Or, like, yeah. I was debating. Like, I I love Iron Man 3 it's, so yeah, much. It's got Tony Stark's charm, great action sequences. You know, obviously the villain, um, the Mandarin. Uh, you know, I, I love that plot twist of the Mandarin, uh, where he, Trevor, where he's just this British guy. Mm-hmm. And, no, that know, was funny. So People are like, hilarious. oh my gosh, they ruined the Mandarin. Like, no. Also, they didn't ruin the Mandarin because the Mandarin's going to be in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, you already saw him in the trailer. And then, but the real Mandarin as, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Killian, Aldrich Killian. Yeah, Aldr- uh, yeah Aldrich Killian. He's okay. He, he's 
he's better than Carly Margenthal, but he's he's <laughs> an okay villain. But it's more about dealing with Tony Stark's, you know, uh, the aftermath of the mm-hmm. first Avengers and how he's having post traumatic stress and he's dealing with that and also being able to be almost a fugitive he's almost he's on the run that's another thing that i love about this and that's where i was gonna i was gonna put winter soldier right. in, but i like this one a bit more because it's a bit more fun um and i, I love the music the iron man oh theme yeah, yeah is so cool and I, but, as i was watching avengers age of ultron they put some of that music in mm-hmm. for yeah. iron man scenes yeah, i thought that was totally. cool yeah yeah but it, it was i love iron man 3 it's better than Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Obviously, the other two are okay. Iron Man Two's. I I quite love brutal. Iron Man One. But Iron Man One is good too. But Iron Man Three is the best. Iron I think it's so good. I love it. It's a lot of fun. One then, thing oh, I think. What like they, I, I feel like there could have been more story with this. Is like these literal firebenders, like these people. <laughs> There's a bunch of like superhuman. Yeah fire people like why aren't yeah. there more i don't know i feel like there could have been a story well it's because that. they exploded like all the time so right. there people, like and it was pretty easy to like just kill them all you have to do is just like oh what did they do mm-hmm. just yeah just blow them up and then yeah or there's like a little thing that they could get injected with yeah but i think there could have been a story there but they just didn't want to yeah i didn't feel like it yeah i see all right, and then number one, yeah. I had to do Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War is it is better than Endgame. I have to admit, it's I love the idea of having there is so many different plot lines going on. There's so many different character storylines that are happening. Um, say with uh, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's great. And then you got Rocket um Groot Thor on their way to Never Delir and then also you have Cap uh Cap Black Panther Falcon mm-hmm. uh Black Widow all of those characters Bucky in Wakanda and that's so much fun and so that's cool great. and just and, this, the story and and also Thanos Thanos is like the greatest oh yeah it, it's, it's his a, movie like, it's his movie it's yeah we've already talked about it. yeah we have we have it's, it's, it's following the lens of Thanos but yeah oh, yeah um but totally Noah yeah. yeah that's it though I think I think that that sums it up Noah you are my guy for Marvel discussion anytime we're mm-hmm. gonna be talking about Marvel I'd love movies. to do a Star Wars one one day that would be great. Um, you know, we can talk about the prequels too. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to talk about uh, all the and also the the bad Star Wars movies because there are. Have you watched? Things. Are you watching? Or never? Sorry, never mind. What? I thought you were talking about the new Star Wars show. Oh, the Bad Batch. Yeah, I've not watched that, but I should. Nah, well, you kind of need to watch the Clone Wars. And oh, I do. But, yeah. So. All right, all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um. Make sure to you can follow me on Instagram. I'm on TikTok now, the same name. Uh, YouTube also. I'll be uploading all the videos so you can finally see uh, our beautiful faces there. Um, <laughs> and then also I'm on Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Google, Google Podcast, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, and I'm on Deezer too now. So check me out everywhere. Yeah, it's another streaming say cool. so yeah um but yeah if you're on apple uh
Google. Make sure to leave a like, five-star review. Give me a comment. Give me a recommendation. You can email me at therewillbemoviereviews at, at gmail.com uh, for suggestions, uh, feedback, anything you want. You know, I, I'm, I'm open to anything. But thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are the best. Thank you so much, Noah, for joining me yeah, on this thanks episode. Thanks for having me. There's a lot of fun, a great discussion about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I will have you on to discuss. Maybe we'll do we'll do an episode on WandaVision very, very soon. I just wanted to do this episode because okay. um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier came up quickly. So, And then also do a, do a Loki episode too when that comes in. That'll oh, be a lot of fun. June but 9th. Yeah. yeah, great to see all it. Right. But all right. Thank you so much. See you guys later. Yeah. See you.